Greetings, Traveler. It's good to see you're doing well. Today we discuss various topics including your health and your guidance. Go ahead and have a seat. Put your feet up, relax, take your armor off, and we will pass the time with tales of future and past as well. Welcome back in, Traveler. There's always hope for you. Hey, have you guys heard of this circle thing that's going on? So it's like an MLM where you put in, pay $100 and you make $800. Heard about that? No. It's also known as a pyramid scheme. 100%. Wait, totally. I did see You've that. seen this, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So I was going to say it sounded like a pyramid scheme, but I didn't want to 100% say it. is what it is. So so the ideology behind it, if you're an idiot, what you will hear is you will turn your $100 bill into $800. You have to put it in and it goes who knows where, but you're in the circle. Word of advice to anyone, just any quick rich scheme, just ignore it. If it's too good to be true, it probably is, right? So everybody paid $100 to get in. She got her $800 back. You know, her $800, she made her money, but people were starting to back out. So she actually had to pay everybody their money back. What? And she ended up actually losing $100 in the end because of just the way it was set up. She actually, for even trying it, she lost $100. And out of curiosity, what was it that she got invested so, on? So what ended up happening is she ended up asking somebody else to help her recruit for her circle. Mm. So she had to pay him. Oh, so that, that's like the purest definition of the old pyramid marking or this is, pyramid it, scheme. This is a pyramid scheme literally without like product to sell. So no, usually no, no. So it is the original pyramid scheme. Like yeah. that's how it originated and got that thing is I convince you, you pay me a hundred dollars and then we, I'll help you get eight people to do the same for you. And then you just made $700. Yeah. Do you and know that, what and the original pyramid scheme was? I did not. Do you know? No, I was hoping you do. <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll need to look but that up. I, I do remember hearing that that was one of the, that's gotta be it though. That was like how it got started. And then they just started, well, what if it's a product? Usually pyramid schemes involve some sort of product you're selling. And then the more you recruit to start selling or the company but you start never, getting more well, back never about the product it's about how many people can yeah. you get selling no, exactly. well, now, so the thing about it is there are some of them out there that it is an actual career you can make money off these things but the trick to it is there's a way of doing the business and if you're not that kind of person your personality does not align with that it becomes exponentially harder and unlikely and if you're someone more similar to me you just feel like you need to take a bath and a shower every time you even try to get into it here's thing that actually happened in the circles in Orland this I'm not going to give any names. I don't want to get put anybody a blast. I should, but I'm not going to. This person, not even going to give a gen. This person started like three or four different circles and just told everybody the same thing. And this person was in the middle every single time. So this person in four different circles got, got $800 on four separate occasions. Smooth. Yeah. And made all this money. And like, it's like, okay, cool. Now you all can kind of figure it out and then kind of spread like wildfire. What a yeah. fucker. That's fucked up, right? <laughs> That's why the whole uh, multi-level marketing is synonymous with pyramid schemes to the average person because they can still be like that. And, and that's where like I saw five or six people on my Instagram yep. doing it and it's like they were promoting it like so much. Crazy. This is not something, this is no bullshit. It's something that we're gonna yeah. like make a bunch yeah. of money on. We can just put in a hundred dollars. You'll make that 800 yeah. quick and easy. And I'm just thinking, yeah, but those people that are promoting the crap out of it are the ones that have already risked a hundred dollars and they like are trying to desperately get it back. That, and well, they're also the people who are just charismatic enough where they could sell themselves. A lot of them, yeah. Well, a lot 
don't like, even like I said, because I, I went to a seminar thing that was, I thought it was going to be, I'm going to learn more about this product and how it works and I can understand it better because that's how I work as a trainer is if I know my stuff. Yeah. No, it ended up being, it was all about teaching you how to sell and yeah, of course. just sell, sell, sell. And the person that they show you that gets you kind of sucked in is really good at promoting herself and making you feel like you can make the money back and all that stuff. But like I said previously, I've been noting you have to have that kind of personality. If you don't, it does not work. It's not for everyone. So I, could, I couldn't do it because yeah. I'm not good at selling myself. But well, I know some people that are just fantastic at selling themselves. Well, the it, trick is they wrap you up and then they get you thinking. And they even were talking about it. one big trick. If I get you to start saying yes, I get you to start saying yes to just random random things like, do you want to have a better life? Yes. If you were told this is a way to do it, would you think about doing it? Yes. And they, they not, that's not the best way of doing it. But they would start off at little things and they keep getting you to say yes. And they build it up to their main yes! Yeah. Well, it's like politicians. Do you want exactly. to end world hunger? Exactly. Well, it's like there's an old kind of brainwashing experiment thing that I was shown when I was a senior in high school. And it's just an example of it is the whole signal light thing. Every time I ask you a question, I want you to say, go, 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 enthusiastically, quickly, loudly, just intensely. So what do we want to do? Go, go, go. Continuously, you do it about five times. Jeez. And then go, what do you do at a red light? And you yell, go, go, go. I just wrapped you up into it. And that was a terrible example of brainwashing, but that's how they get it going. Uh, well, it's so easy when you can make these kind of false promises tell him he turned my $100 bill into eight of them that's freaking awesome of course why wouldn't you what I kept telling my sister before she did it I totally gave her that I told you so totally gave her that uh, was <laughs> eventually somebody's gonna get screwed somebody that isn't very charismatic doesn't have a big circle of friends it's very easy to kind of just trick they're gonna pay into it and they're not gonna be able to get their money their $100 it'll just be out of $100 out of curiosity did they ever say wipe what well, maybe I missed this but what was the final product what there was, was there was no product <laughs> you know you just got $800 yeah literally so you, they never told you what you were doing no, no, they kind of told I said, told th this you. was like the original pyramid scheme of, I say, want to make money very quickly. You give me $100 and I'll help you get, oh, no, eight I get other people to do that. But my only question was, what were you trying to sell? That would be my first question. No, that's like, it. What am I trying to do? I'd back out immediately because of that. There's nothing there. That's <laughs> the thing. There's no fine print. There was nothing to read. It was an oh. unintentional then gamble. Then I feel bad for your sister because... <laughs> legit, legit, it's a circle with a person in the middle. You have two people on the outside and then oh. four people on the outside and then like six others on I the get outside. I get Works. It just surprised me that no one ever went, okay, what are we doing? <laughs> no, no, it, no, there's people that were Sell selling hella hard. No, not the thing itself, but like, what was the product? The $800. That, that's, that's, but what surprises me is that no one ever went, what was the purpose? Like, how was I going to do that well, besides the $100? They have an answer for it. It may no, not be the best answer. I can't even that's quote the you thing. the answer, but oh, they no, have no, no, an answer. I, I don't get why I, you wouldn't just start your own circle. I just that, start three <laughs> different circles, go to like different people. Like the one girl. I'd start yeah, one on. She's nice, man. It's a girl. <laughs> no, so if I'm for real, I'd go to people that have circles that are on the very outside of the circles. Be like, hey, go into this circle. You'll be the second one. You'll have your own circle after this. Yep. I guess just I, start recruiting them from different people. Be I like, back out because there's no point. Well, yeah, well, it just means so, you're not an idiot. <laughs> so the answer to your statement on it, Thomas, is because if you have the person who starts it off, I'm the charismatic one. I'm the salesman. I'm the one that has the answers. You'd never thought about doing this. I have done it, and I can show you if really invested into this concept. I have charts. They may be full of bullshit. Sometimes they are. Other times they actually have science and data. But it's, I come with you that I know how to do it. You can try it on your own. Go for it. But you're going to run into the struggles. I could just teach you. And what you're paying for is me teaching you. That is how they twist it around on you. But the thing Trust is, me on this one. Yeah, but the thing is, is that, so if you're on the very outside of the circle and you're donating a hundred bucks and I just started a circle, 
you could and what the thing is is that once they're out you move into the middle yeah, you move and, the next level yeah yeah why would you rather be on the outside when you could be the second one on mine well and, here's, here's the thing is people are gonna hear this give me a hundred dollars and you're gonna make eight hundred dollars that's all they hear there's nothing else to it and then once you give them you make them eight hundred dollars richer or seven hundred dollars richer then then it splits and then it starts over that's just how it works and it's again, just surprised they, me the amount of people that have a hundred dollars to throw around well, <laughs> especially in this time <laughs> so the other thing to consider is that's actually when people will invested is and the hardships because that's when it's you're having a hard time this is a answer to make ends meet to fix it you got to realize that there's got to be some kind of intelligence in your brain in order to pull it off to begin with because you have to go through levels to get approved to even promote it and if it goes through any kind of promotions (laughs) that means someone somewhere was like okay this sounds good to me Speaking of being broke and speaking of no money, the DMV, if it, it, you know what I'm thinking? Well, I'm in the process of still trying to get the paperwork done for the vehicle we got a few weeks back or a few months back now. Your mom car? That one. Yes. That, <laughs> that one. It, so they're working on being able to do all that online. Now think about this. If ends up a system ends up getting developed because they're working on it right now. I know a friend of mine, she works in the DMV. If this comes... If this happens, imagine not having to go to DMV because they're not going to say, okay, cool, let's get rid of the service now that people can go back in the office. I will, will be willing to bet the servers will crash multiple times a day. <laughs> it's, yeah. either, it's either that or I wonder what the wait time is. Okay. <laughs> hey, 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 but you can be home naked in a robe with a coffee in your hand, not in some... If you have a robe, you're not naked. That's true. You can be naked or in a robe with your coffee in hand, kicking back in your, you know, in your flip flops. It's cool, you know. So, so, but what I think is, uh, it'll eliminate lines. It seems to be everything's starting. To, there's a giant push for online for everything. I'd say the one positive, or one of the very few positives that are coming out of this, is it starting to like really push entities and businesses to start getting creative again with how to do things and think outside the box. It's like a wild, wild west right now. Yeah, it's wild, wild west. And when that happens, that's typically when stuff like evolution starts occurring, especially in business, where you find ways to make stuff work and make things better. Yeah. Lines DMV was outdated. So we can't go in lines. We can't do this. Well, let's redo the system so we can keep that going. And now why would we? The demand isn't going to disappear. It's going to be there. Yeah. Why would we go back to how it was when what is new is better? My only fear is that I don't really trust the DMV with my information anyway so I'm a little afraid with them having everything digitally so but they already that, have that would, they, they technically know, already have it now they have it all streamlined it's, yeah. which, which scares me a little bit because they're not exactly a model of efficiency <laughs> although they may get better because now they don't have to put up with your dumb ass I'm fine with that and you don't have to put up their slot I don't have to put up their <laughs> shit either <laughs> so maybe they, they'll be happier yeah, no, it just, it'll be nice that the possibility of no more crazy lines at DMV, like, there's a possibility now. Because if there's online service, you know, everyone's going to opt for that. I know I will. You know, people that are conspiracy theorists like you, Chris. That's right, baby. <laughs> exactly. There'll be no lines for you when you're over there. So, it's, you know, what this is all about they're just changing out the batteries and all the birds. <laughs> <laughs> well, how's the whole online shift going for schools and stuff? What are you hearing? Well, I mean, what I've been talking with, just with people in general that are upper in the chain than I am, talking a lot about how the fact that they're really trying to make that push that they've been trying to make for a while, but now they're forced to make that change. As Andrew was talking a little bit about his job and emotion, the Rex's doing the same thing. They really want to make this push. And even when uh, this is kind of over, like schools get back into session, you know, people start coming yeah. back, they still want that online uh, presence to be just as strong. It's one of those things where a bunch of these entities or bodies that thought that, yeah, social media is a thing we should start doing content or promoting now stuff. they're forced. 
Well, they, they kind of did it, but it's, when you look at it, many cases, not all of them, but many, it was half-assed. Like, yeah, we're kind of going to do this. Now that it's in this situation, they are putting everything into it because now they're realizing the value that it could have and does have. Well, yeah, I mean, you got a broader audience and everything, but those that you don't know, the rec at Chico State, it's actually the gym. You were talking about off-air having to justify somebody who's in Utah right now you know, for the this whole COVID thing, justifying them paying the tuition with the access to the rec included in... Yeah, there's just a lot of controversy. The fact that there's a lot of people who aren't at Chico State. They're out of state. They're still paying all the tuition fees that include the rec. Man, so they're basically paying for a gym membership that they cannot exactly and part of this you know building on that online presence is that we want to make sure they get that content get them value yeah and in reality for universities not just chico state but all universities they always struggle with that when you have a system or a facility that you could use don't have to use it's completely 100 optional but you're going to be paying for it anyways people always get upset that well if i'm not going to use it why do i have to pay for it Mm -hmm. it's because that's how we have it berkeley has it davis will have it all Colleges will struggle will have that issue because you'll have the students that just don't want to pay for it. But that's how that's what helps make the university what it is and give you what it has. Yep. And usually the justification I've seen so far is, well, yeah, you didn't vote on it, but the student body before you voted on it. So technically, the students voted on it, and then you chose to come here. And then so you chose to come here. Exactly. What are the, some of the things that they're doing online to kind of give themselves value? I've seen that you guys are doing trainers being on going live. Yeah. Thank you all for hopping <laughs> on that, by the way. <laughs> we were doing a mixture of trolling with each other, but we oh, did no. ask some solid questions you guys to help asked your trainers. Some very good questions. I figured we do not would, get me wrong. I figured yeah. we'll you know we'll just make make it there a little challenging. Some good content. Oh, for sure, yeah. And then just get you know add some life to the thread and everything. Thank and just you, get some discussion you going. Jade was bored when she started, you know, <laughs> flossing on everybody. You, dude, you got to get us on there. You know what? If I could, I would. But that the problem is that if you have to be a worker at the rec. I asked my boss about it because, you know, I thought it'd be an interesting idea. But You too. Andrew... No, Andrew and Chris, both of you guys. I mean, you uh, used to be there. I, I used Alumni, to be, but like, don't count. Oh, wow! They, remember, just, dude, they just toss workers. us aside. Yeah, yeah. Well, remember that happened to all of us once we graduated. We couldn't use the health center as crappy as it could be. We couldn't use it, and then after a while, we got kicked out of the rec. They couldn't bring happens. back three goats. Come yeah. on, the greatest of all times. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, <laughs> the Rex three fa- favorite. That's something we should do. Recognizable. Let's be real. Hey, that's something we should do though. Is try go. We should go live and. Uh, I, I was thinking, man, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Just try get some sort of a audience there. The other thing I was thinking is getting together with the other podcast, PR podcast. That's like the one that we seem to kind of vibe with, and just doing you know just discussion with them, kind of pick at their brain, they pick at our brain, and then you know we we have our audience, their audience, they all kind of start mingling, interacting. I think it'd be kind of cool it'd because be super fun. Uh, every time I got on there, it asked it if I wanted to request to be on there with her. And I I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. So that is an option there, you know, because every time you go live, everybody gets a notification. If we were a private business, it'd probably be a lot different. But since we're a public organization, that's where the holdup, I believe, is. Well, just online things in general seem to be blowing up. Twitch. (laughs) So we had this little get together and we we watched. So to feed our football hunger, we watched Madden, (laughs) online Madden for a few matches. And man, it was. It was kind of cool. It was like... Uh, they they were treating it like an actual football game. <laughs> but Which is I, super cool. I yes. think the funniest part is like just watching the comments on the side of how much you're talking shit to the dude and the dude's commenting back dude, and whatnot. Twitch is... It's definitely interactive. People One thing can I, be savage. Well, I read an article 20... So traffic for Twitch has gone up 25%. It just... That's like the one thing that people can watch and it's something going like a game. It gives you that, like, oh, like an arena feel, but it's all obviously on the internet. But that's what the chat thing's for. It's pretty cool. It was yeah. cool to see it blow up and when someone 
someone to score a touchdown. You see all the trolls come out talking crap to one of the players. You know, and for those who are not aware, Miguel is on Twitch, right? Yeah, yeah. My dude's been streaming. How's that been going, dude? It's been going good, dude. It's Baby been Poppity super fun. Uh, shouts out to Poppy Fubar on Twitch because he's the one that got me to. Fuck, you got me like 30 followers overnight. So Damn. I'm like 17 away from being a Twitch affiliate right now, but it's been a lot of fun. People like to watch me stream World of Warcraft Dead by Daylight. Popular request, I'm gonna start doing Sekiro soon. It's just been a shit ton of fun. I personally would love to watch you just play Dead Before Daylight. That would be oh, so Dead by much Daylight. fun. Yeah, Dead by Daylight. That would be so much fun to watch. That's <laughs> like my fun game before I start doing shit, and you guys always have the perfect timing to come in and watch me play. It, so it makes and me sometimes, well, time, but sometimes so the fun. entertainment is not watching you play per se it's the commentary that i oh, get to hear the oh yeah <laughs> i have a lot of fun but uh today actually there's been a couple people in the chat we were discussing like amd versus intel type of things just computer hardware the companies and stuff and how they run it's a lot of fun i like to conversate with the chat subscribe to them yeah subscribe to me on twitch twitch.tv slash creamy torta uh creamy torta is actually coming back by popular demand brown psycho <laughs> failed miserably <laughs> We'll put that in the description. He's, he's very creamy. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> well, speaking of tech and all, have you guys heard about these drones <laughs> that might be flying around that are able to detect coronavirus? <laughs> I know this makes you cringe, dude. This makes you fucking piss. What? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to play devil's advocate and say, hey, what's what's wrong with that? So they, we've already got security cameras up. You know, and like, you know, as stoplights and stuff. It's already a thing. What, you know, what's the difference with them having infrared tech that can kind of... <laughs> someone has to be looking through the drone. That is my problem. Like, there could be someone, like, who catches it on security tape. I get that if I ran a red light. I, you know, <laughs> give my ass a ticket. I don't care. But if you're, like, literally, you know, okay, let's, you know, let's just go and see what he's doing. Let's just... It looks like he's up to no good. Let's just figure out, like, I'm just going to follow him for a few minutes. No, no, you don't have a permit for that shit. I mean, I know I'm in public, but... I, I'm still an individual. I, we're in America here. It's like, look at this loser. He's crying to hentai. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're already seeing what you're, you know, what you're watching on your phone. They're already seeing all that. I mean, really, how much privacy do you really have in a big city? The cameras are able to swivel. If they're looking for somebody, like say CIA or you know, the FBI, all them, if they're looking for somebody. They'll do fake. I'm sure they're doing. I mean, maybe I'm watching too much CSI, but I'm sure they're see they're doing like the Zoom facial rec Enhanced. recognition and all that. That's got to be a thing. So just you know, if they're really far away and they just see like, a, oh, this guy's abnormally hot you know his temperature's really high what's going on i guess my really big hookup on it is that it is literally me going okay you're allowed to do this and i'm not giving you consent to do this. your biggest issue with it is it's a slippery slope where do you decide to no stop not even it? that like it's literally like if i let you do this then i'm then i'm like in my head i'm saying it's okay for you to do this and in america no you're not allowed to do this but, but isn't but, china really like enjoy like really pushing for it china well or it's funny enough for that a lot they're of selling a lot of the drones that they're selling to America are literally coming from China. Of course they want to promote that. Yeah. Like, they want us to be more like them. I, I understand their thinking completely. They shut down the internet all the time, or at least certain sites. Yeah, over there, uh, all of your all web browsing that's going on over there is being monitored, monitored and regulated. Yeah. Ugh. If you go to China, there's a whole thing where you cannot find pictures of, of their president. I'm going to use that in quotation marks because he literally voted himself for Pooh life. Bear! <laughs> the Pooh Bear. Thank you. Yeah. The Pooh Bear pictures. You cannot find those sites. You cannot find those comparison pictures because they took them all down. So something just to understand about China and how the government works at the very just basic thing that Chris was talking to me about at one point about just about history. How we know as Americans, we can go back and we can study and 
and for the most part, our, all of our history is there. You just have to sift through it and cross-reference documents. There's a lot of Chinese documents that are just flat missing, and others that have been destroyed and replaced with fake ones. Say what you want about America, and there is a lot of like trying to muddy the waters, trying to make it more difficult. I 100% admit that. With China, it's, no, you don't even get a right to ask what documents we have or have not what we say is true yeah no, which it, is true to a large extent yeah it makes it kind of tough to you know knowing that or you know all signs point that that's where this whole virus came from like how much data you know that we're getting from them is actually true how much of it's been skewed it's going to be screwing these numbers up for quite a while so i guess in a very roundabout way what i'm trying to say it's it's a tacit me saying it's okay for you to use drones to spy on me and i just well they, they also have that like on your phone where like if you don't turn off like the microphone on it like it can he hear keywords yeah so like if you like look on ads on like facebook oh, yeah. and shit like it will bring up like, bro i was just talking about this yesterday now it's i was talking about like nike shoes the other day google will rat you out like well. uh the metcons they and already I was do like, it so much okay. yeah i guess what i'm saying is it's just another step well it's then another task then approval. then it starts suddenly becomes okay now if you buy a drone where can you fly where this is america i want to fly my drone where i want you know then it starts turning into this whole thing it's a pretty fine line yeah and then what i was thinking slippery slope is the next time something bad happens and the drones are not enough it, they can justify doing something else it's slippery slope it's yeah, a policy but he's not wrong work. but I, I guess it's just that maybe i am paranoid about this i'll admit that <laughs> oh you are yeah. well someone's got to be <laughs> maybe i am someone's got to be but i'm not wrong yeah. it is a tacit approval that you get to do this so. Well, speaking of coronavirus, what do you guys think of Michigan, the protests? <laughs> that's one that they're protesting the social distancing, right? Yes. Like specifically that. They, so they the go thing back to I it. will, so that they're being pa painted and they're shouting that they're pro-Trump and everything just for the vast majority of listeners. Some of them are, to be real. Some of them are, but it's also that you have to understand that group does not represent the majority of that group. So if they're Trump supporters that happen to be doing that, and they're, in my opinion, they're being fucking dumb about it. That does not represent. <laughs> or reflect every other Trump supporter or if it was Biden or anyone else. So, because it's very politically charged right now. But in their defense, Michigan is cracking down harder than almost any other state and they have comparatively one of the lower death totals in terms of where it's at. The peak has passed and they're doubling down on the amount of things you can and cannot do. So I kind of get the protest. You're not allowed to buy a hose. <laughs> If you go to a hardware store, From you can buy essentials, but a hose is considered non-essential. So they taped off some of the areas where you could buy a hose. From a video I'd watched about that, I just glanced over it, so I'll acknowledge that. I was confused as to why they're yelling, being kind of nasty towards the nurses that were all masked up. Like, that's honestly really dumb, because yeah. they're the ones that take care of you. And then part of what the video also showed was the nurses were kind of doing, if I understand correctly, their own kind of protest by standing in the street. So it's kind of like a protest in response to a protest, in which case both of you just shut the fuck up. <laughs> protest on protest violence is pretty funny. <laughs> well, that kind of happened at Chico State not too long ago not too long ago. well yeah. it, the you know, just one thing i want to talk about we'll bring up for that was there's a lot of cases that came out after that protest a lot of people being very close i mean look at the pictures they're all standing close to each other and then the obvious happened that's kind of my biggest like really the one thing that we're trying to prevent and you guys just made a new hot spot and now there's gonna be a bunch of, and a bunch of new cases yeah. came up on that point i don't think the virus is nearly as bad as i think some people do but at the same time don't stand next to each other yeah. like i'm not for making this worse than well, it is as we talked about in an earlier one thomas chris and i went hiking we weren't 
dumb and holding hand in hand and, and like running out. into everyone. So it's like I, I get the <laughs> getting time. fed up with the social distancing and having to be separated and being locked in and as we talked about in the past episode, being shamed that you have to stay inside. I get being upset with that. But just don't be fucking stupid when you do go about outside. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't understand why we can't be trusted to be smart about it. People Well that's why Well that's because people are idiots. <laughs> people are idiots. <laughs> why why can't you just stay six feet away yeah, and protest? Just, you can still you know, hold sides six honestly, feet away. Honestly, being six feet away like from every direction you would take up so much more room and your protest would be that much bigger i mean that would be that's a win-win but you know, oh, the, yeah. the lines are working I, i've seen people they obey the rules they're not going in faster than they are like i think that's just uh, smart i think the protests though I, I do believe the process structure is stupid their reason for protesting isn't bad especially in michigan because they there are some pretty draconian laws being put into a place under the name of public good that are you're going way over the line i uh, honestly think uh, they're just being bad about the they're being i don't want to say stupid but they're, they're being, being bad about what they're doing in response to this and then yeah. the people are being also stupid in their response to the first dumbass's response no one's acting intelligently about it yeah, which is kind of scaring yeah. me because you're all adults here <laughs> so i'd say going to a happier fun topic anyway. last time or i just said that thomas chris and i went hiking weeks ago almost a month ago well th- this past week when we were watching the twitch stream of a madden we had a barbecue at Noel's place, right? Yeah, just, you know, was it you? That was a yeah. good-ass turkey burger. Honestly, it was just the four of us, and Boys Chris was back. asleep. Yeah, Chris was sleeping. Chilling, drinking some claws, you know. Six, six feet apart, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, it was cool. It was, uh, I actually didn't realize how much, like, I missed, like, barbecuing, grilling, talking to people. Drinking with the boys. I really feel bad for being asleep now, because yeah. those steaks looked freaking amazing. No, we had, oh, oh, hold yeah. on. I didn't give yeah, them steaks. We're peasants. Yeah, okay, peasants. so what we had <laughs> were the turkey burgers, and then we had... Which were five. Panko yeah, chicken, right? Yes, sir. Which yeah. for everyone who is going to pronounce it, it's panko, not panko. Panko chicken. It's a Japanese word. What? What is? What is that? It's giant chicken nuggets. Oh, cool. and they were fire. And it's a type of bread that you they get fried in. So it's panko. Yeah. All I gotta say is I can grill a mean burger. That was freaking amazing. And I'm just gonna pat myself on the shoulder there for the first time in a while. I'll give it to you, brother. <laughs> oh yeah, that's tasty. Okay, Ding. let's Andrew. You can kick it off. So with the stay in in place and all the quarantine workouts being social media you see everyone posting at home workouts do this do that uh all these other entities the rack is doing wait wait, some. wait gyms are closed yeah the gyms are fucking closed <laughs> it sucks asshole <laughs> i hate you but like for for example the rec is putting out content and in motion's putting out content gyms are putting out content uh, online trainers are pushing it up the ass i can't go five minutes in the f- news feed without having something online training pop up that's so, the technical term that's yeah right up the ass yeah <laughs> so with all that bullshit out there we were thinking, a lot of bullshit out there yeah we were thinking let's go over like four pillars of what to do or to be aware of during this time and i believe our first one is be fucking honest with this with yourself yeah so big thing on this one is people are throwing fish hooks out there and trying to get you to sign up with them or some some company wants you to sign up for their you know online hit program you got to be honest with uh, with yourself and realize you're probably not as awesome as you think you are if you haven't worked out in a while (laughs) false (laughs) <laughs> so what they'll do be is honest they'll, with yourself Chris a lot of these companies will have this crazy hit high intensity workout that's made you know made to make you sweat the, some you know, beach budget some <laughs> running back for the NFL does it and it's like super high intensity and you're gonna be super sore next day but you haven't worked you weren't working out when the quarantine was well in it's place. like be honest with yourself are you the football player are you oh, that no. pro football player actually that's one thing that I can't stand is when they're like oh so and so NFL player does this workout like, oh great <laughs> I, I bet you he does it that 
that means 37 year old you know susan shouldn't be doing this you know exactly because he's that advanced and it's like be honest with yourself is that what you need yeah or do you need you're trying to listen you know you're trying to get out on the football field well, well it's <laughs> also how, bodies it's also how they're marketing it it's like if i put a football player on it if i put someone that's just yacked or a girl that's hella hot oh my god that's gonna be awesome for me i'm gonna do that get so fit and just a quick shout out for all the online trainers friends or just colleagues in the field uh i was listening to dave tate talk about it with jim windler founder of 531 great program by the way and they're talking about that yeah everyone is doing that it's all the they're showing the butts sexy guys all this and that won't last eventually for that person's promoting it that i look good follow what i do that's going to go away age will catch up to you life will catch up to you it will not be like you're 25 anymore yeah so don't promote that promote the actual content and the quality of what you're giving someone and that's what i hate about them is that they expect this training program will be like fit for anyone and i don't think they understand that everyone's different and how they want either want to build muscle or lose weight they need a different training style and it yeah. might need to fluctuate but they're trying to give out this one program that is specific for everyone or a prime example it's you were saying everyone this is the best program for you well noel squats differently from you and you squat differently from me and chris etc um if they are trying to promote this specific squat in the workout it doesn't work and, no. and that's how you us. do it for exercise for nutrition i need more i need put in more than noel might or chris might or you might andrew and that the whole specifics of exercise and the nutrition part of it and that ties into our next pillar beware of the fucking bullshit yeah there's a lot a lot of bullshit out there for sure well if they're prom you know promising you this quick fix you know if they promise you like a what two weeks three weeks you're gonna have abs it's probably bullshit if they promise you this really fast result that is an automatic indicator is bullshit. That's why one or two are just so important. Like, you just have to be honest, and that includes, like, are you actually willing to spend money? Like, are you going to do this? And the bullshit is, is it worth the money the that other, you might be paying right now, especially when money's tight? The other ones are those, uh, quote-unquote, trigger words, or those key words, those heart, hot words, whatever you want to call them. The secret that the fitness industry does not want you to know. The five Ugh. secret foods that help oh you burn God. fat. Tom's it's all a bullshit. About it on our first day of podcast yeah. Yeah. together. The, that you burn that lower body fat the stubborn belly fat targets the abs or <laughs> the other big one the best workout like just individual lift the best workout the only one you really need that immediate bullshit this food is scientifically proven to get out of you here burn get that the fat. fuck out of here yeah no there's there's i mean now that online presence being pushed more for these you know fitness companies the bullshit is being pushed so much harder and those words are starting to pop up a lot a lot more and the best way to just filter it out immediately is if it's offering you ultimatums or absolutes there's no such thing as an absolute or an ultimatum when it comes to the actual fitness what is a good diet for noel is not good for me may not be good for caitlin thomas etc it's because it's noel it's his body what workout works best for me won't work for chris per se what i talked with him uh, briefly about there's different types of strength there's explosive and there's slow strength for example thomas is a fucking workhorse we all know this he can just keep lifting heavy ass weights continuously and just keep on going the man does not stop i swear <laughs> after three reps for me my strength starts dropping off noel we kind of kind of know thanks to your fucking quads one rep is probably your best strength the endurance not so much so again exactly. there's no such thing as the perfect workout yeah well the one thing that's really making me cringe about these online trainings is they do them like in a conference call 
So if trainers, I mean, if coaches already don't have a good time or an easy time assessing everyone's form, you know, just in person, imagine when through a little tiny square, like on a phone, like how are you going to assess any, and you tell them to do some, some, you know, jumping squat with dumbbells on their shoulders. Like, bro, wait, wait, that means they'll get hurt and they'll come to physical therapy. You don't need more fucking money. Hey, it's a (laughs) win-win. The physical therapist makes enough money. Fuck you. We're we're trying to keep our listeners from getting hurt. So I'm working with three clients in a Zoom setting. So it's three little boxes and I have to keep my workouts super, super simple. There's no point, because I'm still working on a couple of clients with their squat form. I can't assess it. I've tried even one-on-one where I can see the full picture. I can't see their legs enough. I can't see when they tilt enough. So I, I have to stay away from certain exercises that I'd yeah. otherwise do in it. And that's kills kind of, me. That's, and kind of that's, like sign of good, that's a sign of a good trainer right there. You're actually putting that into thought. You're not just drawing up this program that's going to make you sweat and, you know, risk. It's too bad because it would hurt them if I tried. And I, it makes me feel bad because I could get you much better results if we were together. Yeah. But since we're not, I got to keep it. Basic. And that's the thing to understand because we offer online training. So you could think think well we just kind of bashed what part of what we're we're doing our zoom calls are not necessarily them doing the workouts it's us discussing this is the plan how did this feel how did that it's kind of us interviewing you all over again of how is it working right now and the programs that we've been writing up are very simple very basic they're the stuff that you normally would do in person to lay the foundation to build up to a squat that's kind of like what chris is saying he's not giving them the complex let's say a a burpee backflip because they can't fucking backflip yeah can anyone do that (laughs) Juji Mufu. Like like right now, for example, what I'm focusing mostly on is what we talked about a couple pods ago, is that strengthening that core. It's the one thing you can do a lot of right now, is hitting that core hard, working on that stability, getting them better at the mobility stuff, and that's when I spend an hour, 6 a.m. on Tuesday, Thursday doing. That's actually a really good segue into our next point, which is, you know... It's like, fuck, we're good at this, right? Know what (laughs) and why you're doing it. So, if they're just drawing you up a program and you gave them just, I want to lose weight, and that's all they'll take and okay cool that's it if you're going to be in a class setting first off it's a very generalized thing and it's probably going to be i mean very likely it's going to be something that's just a cookie cutter type approach but you got to really pay attention okay they're having me just run a lot and i haven't worked out in a while probably not a great idea they have me do all these jump squats and they're not even checking not even asking if i'm in pain that's already a bad sign but you you got to know what's what are they trying well what's the purpose of that exercise more experienced trainers and coaches strength coaches have all said in their own podcasts and their own posts the quickest way for them to know if the trainer that's giving an online program knows his shit or does not know his or her shit is are burpees in it and are there a lot of jumping exercises because those are very burpees uh, i remember again dave tate it's like when the fuck did burpees ever became super popular they sucked that that was punishment in football no one wanted to do a burpee now everyone's doing burpees and other coaches would point out that jumping is a high technical skill there's a proper way to jump so just having it be to where i throw tons of jumping at you it's exhausting so it's kind of a just an easy way to make you sweat and hurt well one thing that i remember a lot when i used to do basketball camps and andrew and i when we were young went to a chico state basketball camp together that was a long ass camp long ass time ago too Nice. <laughs> and uh, one thing that they stressed over and over again was jumping. If you want to improve, improve that vertical jump, was just making us jump over and over again. <laughs> Practice hurt. Yeah. And there's an actual way of actually improving it that they honestly did not do correctly. And now that I look back on it, telling me to jump over and over again was probably not as good advice as I thought it was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My, I'm short. 
to start with. My vertical jump is not much better. Yeah. Like if you if you just keep jumping for the rim, one day you'll dunk. <laughs> I can tell you from experience that does not work because I've tried. But again, main idea behind all of it is you have to know what is the purpose of what we're doing. Is a plank being used just because, or are you doing a plank just because it's a harder ab workout, or is it you're trying to learn how to brace better? Are you trying to get more connection to your abdominal muscles? Does it tie to the other programming you're doing? Exactly. Yeah. And is this program, can we accept that this program is used kind of just to maintain, so to speak, your fitness level until the gyms open up or until you have access to more equipment? Is it designed, supposed to help you get better or prepare? These are questions that you should know the answer to when you start it or when you write it up as a trainer. And the last big point is consistency. And this one, this is going to be the one that kind of makes or breaks you. This could be applied to just about any aspect. The big one that I want I'd be applying it to obviously would be diet. You want to be consistent with it. Being consistent isn't like just three days or four days or six days and then you fuck up the one day. Being consistent means you tie maybe two weeks, three weeks, and then you fuck up. Eh, Okay, happens. But getting right back on it and tying another week or two weeks, you know, together or three weeks. A lot of a lot of the problems that people are seeing right now is that bored eating, they crave this food, that food, they're at home, they're Netflixing, they're binging, they're staying up late. There's all these reasons that they're wanting to eat like crap and the consistency has been thrown out the window. I'm just going to insert Noel looked at each one of us as he said what we are doing wrong. <laughs> So the, why did he look at me at bad food eating? <laughs> so the other thing that is like the underlying concept or issue that Noel is hinting at is many people don't know how to build consistency. You can't just go day one. I'm going to be consistent. Bullshit. It's habits. It's rituals in many cases. And it's understanding that you're going to fail. Yeah. Well, you are going to fucking yeah, fail. And when you fail, be conscious of it and know, okay, why am I about to gorge over this whole pack of Hot Pockets? You know, why am I about to do that? Am I bored right now? It's because I have visitors over. You know, am I, did I want to go get takeout because the good movies on? You got to be able to identify that. And it's going to be a lot easier. You have to be able to check yourself. And accept that, okay, I made a mistake. It's not the end of the fucking world. Yes. I'm not terrible. I shouldn't punish myself. It's, I made a mistake. How do we fix it? Self-loathing is not a way to punish yourself for doing something. Learn from it. it. Yeah, I mean, and really, actually learn from it. Don't use this advice also, because I've had clients that do the, oh, but it's okay. And they, you keep saying, oh, it's okay, you know, once or twice a week. And then you never get that consistency going. When you actually fuck up, actually learn from it, actually say, okay, this is what happened here. I do, I react like this when this happens. When I'm bored, I crave this. Really try and identify those problems. Call yourself out and... And it'll get easier in the long run. You and just got to be able to set goals. Like with your diet, Noel and I know this, that, okay, I need to go, I need to clean up my eating. We're just going to focus on cleaning up my eating. And I go three days and then I eat something that I said I'm not going to eat. Okay, I can go three days. I can go three fucking days with that plan. Well, now I'm going to try to go for the fourth day. Yeah, try to just break that third day. And so now let's say you break the fourth, you go fifth, sixth, seventh, and then you binge. Yeah. Okay, I can go a week with this plan. Let's I know I'm that. capable of that. One more day. Yeah. And I, then be consistent about logging too. Try and log, even if it's not perfect, even if it's not down to the gram. Studies have actually shown that if you're just taking the time to log your food before you eat it, you're actually putting more thought into what it is you're eating and kind of how much you're eating if you're not, if you're kind of eyeballing it. But you'll tend to have, you'll tend to be eating fewer calories, which is definitely what you want. I mean, some of the things is Caitlin's been struggling with getting the cut going. And so I can look back at her, my fitness pal right now and i'll and i could point out every single week there's a day or two where nothing's been logged and so it's like you got to even on sunday even on saturday even on friday you got to start make sure you're logging every single day even if it's not perfect just so you're conscious about what you're eating is someone about to get smacked (laughs) probably (laughs) 
having a plan is great. Like it, it obviously is going to keep you on track and tracking your stuff is awesome too. But I think really what ties it all together is what is your end goal? So setting those end points is really important because if you don't have a reason to do it, then you're not going to stick with that plan. Even if you go through all the work of making one and then it's, it's going to be so discouraging once you start falling off your own yeah, bandwagon. Yeah. I, I kind of realized that even though getting kind of towards the like alcohol point but i for people that like drink and like after drinking they love to eat like i'm that type aka chris yeah me. the kid <laughs> craves either pizza or taco bell but taco bell. but thomas is going to admit that he does that no he, but, then, then he turned on to chris but no okay. for real like okay. i ne- no, i never eat when i'm drunk i'd like never go out and eat that's also maybe a bad idea well, that, well, yeah, but like when I when I'm thinking about it, I'd probably crave either like pizza. Actually, that's or, true. I don't think I've ever seen you eat. Yeah, I like I'll go with people to well, go I mean, get food. Yeah, this is a whole alcohol thing. That's a whole other topic. But, but that's the thing. But is, that's the thing is that when I'm thinking about my diet, my nutrition, it's like yeah, I, I get it. I'm fucking it up with alcohol. Yeah. But when I'm thinking about food, I'm like, do I really need this? This is gonna. I'm gonna feel like shit in the morning. Yeah. And I'm gonna yes. hella regret it. And, yes. And it's gonna fuck me up for my diet. And, and, that's, that's what I do, especially when I'm in prep. I'll just you know tell myself, okay, I can make this fit in my macros. But one, I know it might be off by a little because restaurants aren't perfect. And two, I'm going to feel like absolute crap the next day. Yeah. And you know I'm going to blow up the toilet and it's going to be all bad. I already know that. You know, I'll already be constipated and my gut's going to be off and I'm going to feel like crap. And that's and just- why I've promoted to many of my clients, let's just keep focusing on our exercise and our workout. Because you will note, especially if I start getting them to condition, sprinting, running, practicing how to do it. They note almost immediately when they eat shit the day before or two days before and then they meet with me. They are lethargic. They it's been described as they can feel almost like that lard fat sensation of the sweat seeping out of their pores. Like uh, Marie described as feeling toxic as you're sweating because the body is trying to process and move everything around. And so it's a motivator not to eat shit, especially for Noel that competes. You know, is it worth getting second place? Yeah. You know, no. you know, it's exactly. like, I, like, of course you want first, but is it worth second place? And for like Chris and Andrew and you as trainers, you know, and as weightlifters, me as well, is it worth not PRing? It's not, you know, worth it. it's, it's not worth, worth it. Yeah, exactly. You know, in the back of your head, when you're thinking about, you know, you want to go up and wait, you know, think about that PR. Well, we dove really hard into the dieting aspect. There's also, you can be consistent with your training. And one thing that's really, really hard is training at home. It's, yeah. Especially if you're going to train somewhere like in your living room where the couch is right there looking at you or you got your pet kind of, bro, like let's just chill on the couch. Bro. If it's a dog or a cat, guaranteed they will put their ass in the way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen my, <laughs> my uh, one of my client's cats attack them while they're working out. So. <laughs> well, there's a whole bunch of videos of people or specifically women doing yoga. They're doing, what is it? downward facing dog and then their dog com- comes up from behind and starts humping them ah. so it's like animals will fuck up your w- routine yeah. see i've i know that my pt she would work out and her daughter or like her son would come she's three years old and her son's one and they'll like come up to her and like bother her but she'll like use them yeah and like yeah. her daughter just came like she's planking and her daughter just laid on her it's like okay yeah. like it's extra weight or like when she's trying to do squats she'll grab her son and just squat him yeah it's well <laughs> yeah well just you gotta realize i mean that's cool because it sounds like she's got pretty good work like but the majority of the people are gonna get lazy at home that's the hardest part is they'll do like a day or two working out even if you've got your own gym equipment right yeah just you're at home you're just like eh, you, i mean oh no i'm motivated as fuck 
o'clock. I'm, really? I'm, Good. I'm every, I got a time set. I'm going at 4 o'clock. You've got to schedule it. I'm just it saying, it. though, pre-workout. Because once you get that beta alanine, that itch, you won't want to sit down. I, yeah. That is 100% true because those itches are yeah. the worst. I take beta alanine and chase it with coffee. So exactly. I'm like ready to go. <laughs> We're not encouraging any of that, guys. I am. <laughs> not that much caffeine. I am. I'm definitely. If you're yeah. at home and feel like you'll get lazy, beta alanine. You want to be so uncomfortable that you have to do something? Get some beta alanine. Now, realistically, there are better <laughs> solutions to this. So if you know that there is an issue, trying to stay motivated, trying to stay consistent because you're home and you just are going to lose interest. Part of it is working like what Chris does, work it into your schedule of this time is actually schedule it there. Like this time is dedicated to my workout and then go to a room where you're alone so that the dog doesn't bother you. If you have a husband or a wife, okay, yeah, you have the kids to the room where the couch isn't there. If don't try to work, don't try to work out in the area where you tend to relax or that is a horrific uh, combination. That's why I have such a hard time doing my bedroom. But the other issue I have is that I have roommates. So doing in the living room is kind of difficult. Yeah. Well, so, outside is kind of that's that seems a pretty good, great spot, especially if you can have your workout written down. Yeah. As if you clients I've met up with outside, will meet up you know in their backyard, and I mean they're doing lunges across their lawn and stuff. So much better than trying to go inside next to their couch because then you know you're gonna want to. Oh, I'll take a rest between these two, you know, between these sets. And before you know it, yeah, okay, well that was three hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three hour rest, and suddenly you're powerlifting. <laughs> And the other big area to be consistent with is your sleep. Holy We get crap. it, Noel. I consistently suck at Noel. sleeping. Same. My sleeping schedule has gone to shit. The best thing is to have a schedule and actually set it and know, hey, at this time, it's time to start winding down. What's the point, man? What's the point? Well, actually, the nice thing, if you really want to take this seriously and how to help establish that, is apps do have timers you can establish on them that Noel talked in the past episode. He'll do it to Caitlin on his own. He's like, nope, bedtime. In the middle but of the episode. episode just started. You can have the app do that for you on your phone or TV, if it's smart TV, where it will just close that app uh, I have it for YouTube Netflix and Disney Plus I have those three apps and some of the games I play that I will just go at they'll shut down so you're telling me that when I'm left on a cliffhanger Noel will turn that bitch off yep he's getting slapped I have my <laughs> I have my Google Home actually will turn off all the lights at the house at a certain time and that's it's, it's time like uh, it's like Google saying alright get the fuck to bed I wonder who loves their sleep well it also <laughs> so doing that also helps you just prioritize what is you actually want to do with your phone so if it's yeah. something that you're going to spend your time studying something or researching reading and you put a limit on how long Google Chrome will be open it's going to kind of push you to start spending more time actually doing what you want to do rather than just surfing random shit yep. or porn up. <laughs> well, I think that with just the whole quarantine, cause I used to wake up the latest seven 30 and now that I'm unemployed, it's been, I've been working, waking up at like nine, nine 30. Have you been going and, to bed later? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what starts turning to is you start kind of like, eh, nighttime, I'll just start binging whatever show. But I used to, you know, I was on a strict schedule where I knew when to, like I'd get my seven to eight hours of sleep and I'd fall asleep at this time and wake up at this time to get those hours. And so I was on a pretty set schedule and this has just been fluctuating with it. You know, I'm still getting eight hours, but it's, I don't want to go to sleep at 12 or one like I have been. Yeah. Yeah. And so you've got to start just being, uh, you know, just consistent with it. It's telling yourself, hey, at this time, it's time to go to sleep and actually follow through with it. You start waking up earlier, you know, before the kids wake up while it's still cool outside, you can go get a workout in the morning, get it out of the way and you're done for the day. Especially when it's 
getting close to summertime like yeah. it is now and it's fucking hot yep oh yeah so maybe that'll be a nice little incentive of maybe getting up earlier you know i will kill the man who i swear he wakes up to do all our lawn maintenance before 9 a.m and he Bruh. was outside my fucking lawn at freaking 8 50 mowing and blowing outside my window i maybe that's a sign to wake your fucking ass up i will kill up. a bitch i I I had a rock. <laughs> Maybe that's a sign to start waking your Fuck ass up that. instead of sleeping till one. Sleep till nine, and he woke my ass up. And Dog, I'll edit all this out. Dog, I <laughs> feel that. Nothing to that it. happens. I, I'm like chilling there. My ears are still sensitive to sound, and then yeah, it's done. wide open. Oh my fucking god! I had a meeting in five minutes, and the man was blowing outside my window. So I, hate you you. I hate you! I hate you! I go no. die in a hole. <laughs> die, bitch! Die! <laughs> You're going to hell. <laughs> Save this though. This is some good blooper shit. That oh, was a shit. that was a save for the days. Honestly, maybe that is a sign of stop sleeping until no, 9 fucking a.m. No, I am mad. Just <laughs> wake your ass up. Oh, no. I have nowhere Remember. to go. I don't want to listen to a guy blowing. I kid you not. From 8.50 to 11, blowing all around our apartment complexes. Yeah, you, know, you know what the worst part is? Noelle and I, on Tuesdays, no wait, Mondays and Wednesdays, I drive to Chico and go to yeah. the gym at 5 in the morning. And... On days that I get to sleep in, I'm up at 3.50 because of that bullshit. So, I'd rather be sleeping in. <laughs> I'm not even trying to sleep. I was just laying there. Yeah, but that's it was, annoying. I couldn't do we anything. We live in an apartment like yeah. that. It did the same thing. That's terrible. And he was, I'm on the second floor too, and he was uh, right underneath our window. They're like, I have a meeting. Go away. My friends can hear me in the back of my door. Fuck, it smells like man in here. I know. I am still fucking mad about that. I know I shouldn't be, but I'm still mad. I feel that. I was pissed. Thank you guys for listening to the Nerds and Iron podcast. Don't forget to give us a follow at Nerds and Iron underscore podcast. And remember, we are offering online training with the one and only Knack Attack Fit. Andrew, you can follow him at Knack Attack Fit or at Iron Nerd Moto. You could follow Noel at Noel Cast Iron Fit. You could follow Chris at cbrant42. You could follow Thomas at Thomas underscore Ratana 34. And you can follow me at Brown Psycho 100. And you can follow my YouTube channel. Thanks, guys.